Therefore, with angels and archangels and all the hosts of heaven, we praise your holy name and join their glorious song. Holy, 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 Lord God of heavenly hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. We are not alone. We are surrounded. We are surrounded by an army, the army of armies, Sabaoth in the old translations. The army of angels guards and protects us at all times, always doing the will of our Father in heaven. Except we don't see that. In fact, we feel the exact opposite. We sense the exact opposite. We feel all alone, desperately alone. Broken families are at an all-time high. Children growing up without a mother or father or both. One research foundation, Pew Research, found that already back in 2014, under half of children in the U.S. lived in a traditional household with a mother and father still in their first marriage. 54% did not. It's no wonder then that with the decline of the home and the family that we are also part of the most lonely generation in American history. We feel alone. And yet, broken homes are not a new problem. Loneliness is not a new problem. Just look at Jacob from our Old Testament lesson from Genesis. Jacob was quite literally running away from home. And it was his mom who, who told him to run away because his, his twin brother Esau was trying to kill him. And of course, Jacob wasn't blameless. He was deceitful. And he had tricked his father Isaac into giving him his brother's inheritance. And his mom also went in on the trick against her husband. And so she sends her son to her brother Laban uh, so Esau won't kill him. And later Jacob, of course, will be tricked by his uncle Laban into marrying the wrong daughter. But here he is on the run, all alone, with nothing to sleep on, nothing with him, nothing to sleep on, except a rock. Broken homes are not new. Loneliness is not new. And it's at this very moment that God permits Jacob to see a vision. In a vision, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven, and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie I will give to you and your descendants. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west, to the east, to the north, and the south. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. To broken and lonely Jacob, God gave him a vision of the reality that was all around him. He was not alone. And God promised that not only would he have a family once again, but he confirmed the promise that he had made to Jacob's grandfather, to Abraham, that Jacob would be numbered among countless family, a family that was more united than he could possibly imagine. 
Now, this doesn't mean that when we are at our loneliest, that God will suddenly give us a sign, but rather that God has promised and shown to us that we are not alone. He's given us his word. And we confess this every week. Every week we confess that God is the maker of heaven and earth and of all things seen and unseen, of all things visible and invisible. When we say invisible, one of the things that we're talking about are the angels. One of the other other things that we're talking about is our, our faith. Our faith is unseen. Faith, by definition, is trust not in what is seen, but trust in what God has said. And faith is preserved by what God has said. God has given us his word, and faith is preserved through his word. And in his word, he's given us examples like that of Jacob. He's given us examples like Isaiah, who who saw the angels flying above the throne of God, singing, holy, 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 Lord God of heavenly hosts. He's given us examples of the shepherds at Christmas, uh, who saw the angels singing, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And in fact, in every single one of these examples, uh, they were all terrified. And, and, and if we could see the army of angels around us, we'd be more terrified, more afraid than if God hadn't shown us. God knows what we need. And it's this reason that we get this detail, this little detail in our gospel lesson from this morning, where God says, See to it that you do not look down on one of these little ones, because I tell you that they're angels in heaven. Always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man came to save what was lost. For the moment that you are baptized, God has assigned an angel to watch over and protect you. God has ordained and constituted the service of angels and men in a wonderful order. And because you are surrounded by an army of angels, it may actually be to your benefit to be alone. Our gospel lesson also says this. If your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and throw it away from you. For it's better to enter life with one eye or, or one hand or one foot than to be thrown into hell. Now, God doesn't mean by this that we are to literally cut off our limbs or mutilate ourselves uh, whenever we sin because we'd all have nothing left. But what God is saying is that to be a Christian, sometimes we need to cut off those things in our lives that are less than good for us. And so it may mean that you don't have many friends at school because they criticize you, your faith, and are a harm to your faith. It may mean that you quit your job because your job is taking you away from your family and and more importantly, your responsibilities to your family to bring them up in God's word and the faith. It may mean that it would be best for you to to move closer to a church, to be in fellowship with God's word. It may mean that your family ignores you and turns their back on you because of your faith and your trust in Jesus. It may mean that it would be better for you to be alone, visibly speaking, than to be alone, invisibly speaking. Imagine an army general 
that's given the choice of, of fighting his enemy with one of two different battalions. He can have one or the other. The first is an army of four guys. They're unexperienced and their, uh, their weapon is sticks. But they'll be right there with him. He'll see them the entire time. The other army is an army of thousands armed with the most advanced weapons and tanks. Except they're hiding over the ridge. And he won't be able to see them. During the entire battle, he won't be able to see them. Uh, they'll be there. And in fact, they'll deflect his enemies away from him towards them and fight them. It just means he won't be able to see them. He would be a fool not to take that second army. Which would you take? This army of thousands is what God gives you in the service of angels, led by the archangel Michael. And they are armed with the most powerful weapon of all, God's word. And God says to you through his word, just as he said to Jacob, Behold, I am with you, and I will keep you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. God will bring you to heaven, because that's what he's promised. And he will not leave you alone. By virtue of your baptism, God has marked you as his own child, his own child that he loves and will not let the evil angel Satan have anything to do with. After Jacob woke up from his vision, he said something pretty amazing. I just love what he says. He said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of of heaven. And he called the name of that place Bethel. Bethel in Hebrew, by the way, means house of God. You have been brought here to Bethel, to the house of God. Here, you are surrounded by an army of armies. They are with you when you worship. In fact, as we sing the Sanctus later today in our service, we will join them in singing their song. Therefore, with angels and archangels and all the hosts of heaven, we praise your holy name and join their glorious song. Holy, 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 Lord God of heavenly hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. And here, most wonderfully of all, there is no brokenness in the house of God. There is no loneliness because the church cannot exist apart from all the rest. In the house of God, there is only unity and communion. This is the gate of heaven. You can be no closer to God than when you partake of Christ's body and blood in holy communion. And because you can be no closer to God than when you commune with him, that also means that you can be no closer to each other, to your brothers and sisters in Christ, and even to those who are no longer with you visibly, all the hosts of heaven. We have an invisible unity, a communion that is beyond our comprehension. And finally, in this house of God, it is unlike any other house. Here there is only peace and fulfillment. Here there is only rest and restoration.
As Jacob left Bethel, he took the rock, the only thing that he had with him. He took that rock that he'd used as a pillow and he set it up as a, as a monument. And he said, if, if God will be with me and keep me in this way that I am going, give me bread to eat and clothing to put on, so I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. As you leave this house of God, this holy place where angels join you in worshiping, God will still be with you. God will keep you in the way that you are going, which is the path to Abram's side in heaven. To be numbered among the countless saints and angels, the countless family of God in Christ. And on the way, God will give you daily bread to eat. And as God has clothed you already with Christ's righteousness in baptism, he will continue to clothe you through his words of absolution spoken by his messengers. And by his grace, God will bring you back to his house in peace because of Christ your brother to be with all the angels and archangels and all the hosts of heaven. So may his holy angel be with you that the wicked foe may have no power over you. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen.